With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Right Now Talk Radio. I'm your host. I go by the name of Vay. Some people call me Vince. Most of them owe me money. That's the most, that's the main thing. If you call me, you owe me money. I want my money. Okay? It's 2018. 2017, if you owe me from 2017, just because it turned 2018, don't mean you don't owe me. You still owe me my money. Introduce yourself, Jenna. Tell them why (laughs) I need my money. Well, I'm not certain why you need it, but uh, we're all in need of a little financial blessing. I am Jennifer Ellis, the co-host of Right Now Talk Radio. I'm so happy that you all have decided to join us this morning on Right Now Talk Radio. And to my right, we have a very lovely and informative. Oh, top of the morning, world. This is LaVentra E. Donqua. And, yes, welcome. Welcome to Right Now Talk Radio live from Metro Detroit. We are so happy mm-hmm. to have you with us this morning. Do we want to provide the guest uh, call-in number for guests who want to chime in on today's conversation? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, oh, Jen, you want to do it or I can do it? Either one. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'll do it. Um, if you want to join us today on our very interesting topic, uh, the number is one nine one four. Two zero five five six three five. Again, that number is nine one four area code two zero five five six three five. We would love to hear from you and receive your input. Back to you, Laventra. Certainly <laughs> will. We continue in our conversation from a few weeks ago. For the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about sexual mis conduct in our society in light of the growing allegations, in light of the growing um, incidents of sexual harassment, sexual abuse, and sexual aggression toward primarily toward women. We do know that it can happen to men. But most recently, in our, um, there was a video that went viral on Facebook, and mm-hmm. it was the um, mm-hmm. sexual exploitation of a young lady. And what a lot of people don't know is that sharing that video in and of itself is a crime under sexual exploitation. Distributing um, sexual information or sexual acts of another person, particularly a minor, but it it doesn't even have to be a minor without their consent. Uh, But Mm. Jennifer... If yes. you could share with us kind of what you, how you felt during this whole incident, because Jennifer was the one who actually brought it to my attention. Right. Well, when I received the uh, video that was, um, you know, at the time I wasn't, you know, aware of this video going viral of child pornography, I was, um, when I opened up the video, uh, there was no caption, there was nothing saying 
please be aware. So, you know, you don't know what you're looking at. And as soon as I saw the horrible, the awful act, I, I stopped and I deleted it. Um, I started crying. I was very hurt. And I saw this video, and I decided to report it to my local police station. Um, the local police station did tell me that, you know, FBI was investigating, and if um, I know of anyone that has that video in their possession, to so please not share it because that, like you said before, LaVentra, that is um, illegal to share it. And I know some people said that, oh, I was sharing it to get him captured, but what they're saying is when you see something like this, you immediately report it, don't share it, because you're committing a criminal act. And here's the site that you can report um, if you see a crime taking place on Facebook. Here's the site that you can report to. It is www.us.gov um, slash report crime. Again, that's www.usgov slash report crime. That's where you report Facebook crimes to. You can also, there's a button that you can press that says report this. Please do that, okay? You can press that button to report it. Last but not least, you can also notify your local police station, wherever you are stationed. I'm in Detroit, you know, other people, other cities, other states, go ahead and report it to that station, but make sure you delete it because you holding on to it or having it, again, is a crime. So being that said, <laughs> it affected me tremendously that I did attend a United Nations uh, Greater of Detroit meeting about sex trafficking that is, you know, taking place widely and under our nose, quite frankly that some people may not even be aware of. Yeah. Were there some um, things that stood out to you during this um, meeting with the United Nations? Oh, uh, yeah, there are a lot of things that stood out to me. Um, first of all, they, you know, again, as you described, sex trafficking um, is exploitation, mm -hmm. sex exploitation, and sexual slavery. And this is someone taken against their will or they are coerced, lied to, and they're put into this sex trading. And um, when they're placed into the sex trafficking, usually the trafficker puts their victim on drugs and alcohol. So once they become addicted to the drugs and alcohol, um, what they do is they're supporting their drug and alcohol um, habit through sex trafficking because that's how you're paying for your habit. So it's all like a mind, evil mind manipulation and, and cycle. And, mm -hmm. you know, they say that a lot of children, minors, and um, even some adults that you may see on a day-to-day -day basis are actually involved in the trafficking. And the signs are, for example, if you see someone um, mm -hmm. that appears malnutrition you know, like a young person, uh, showing signs of physical abuse. Um, they avoid eye contact. They don't have proper identification, okay? Um, tattoos maybe on their neck, their lower back. Um, these are signs that that person may be in the sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. You know, neck yeah, tattoos? Um, yeah, neck tattoos is a sign mm -hmm. of branding. 
like they're branding them. And oh, really? the lower back, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, tattoos. Yeah, so if you're at a hotel and you see an older man and a younger girl there and, you know, for hotel or motel, whether you're on vacation, you know, truck driver, okay. you, you know, they usually stop and go to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. you see, if you see this, that's a pretty much a sign that maybe that child is being set attracted. Um, one of the largest uh, pages of sex trafficking is on Backpage, and that page is up where they do over a million ads for sex trafficking. Ooh, so, uh, yeah. A million ads. Uh, yep, a million ads. Close to, yes. Okay. And, the you know, a lot of people start thinking, well, how do these girls, mainly girls and boys, they are too, boys too, but how do they get caught up in this? Now, sex right. traffickers are very clever, okay? So mm-hmm. there's a couple of methods that they use. One method is called the lover boy. So that's mm-hmm. when you're dating your victim. You know, they proceed to be their knight in shiny armor. I'm your boyfriend. And once they get the confidence of the victim, what they do is start to ask them to do certain acts. And one of their key terms is, if you love me, you would do this. If you love me, you will let me do this. Well, if you love me, you know, that's one of the um, recruitments. Also, false advertisement. Be very aware of that when they're advertising one job, but they're actually doing something completely different. Okay. You know, so um, advertisement of jobs. And, you know, most teenagers, they're ready to work. They want to make some money. So I had this false advertisement. Or you can work at my hall or something or my work of business, and all you have to do is greet guests, and, you know, you get paid X amount of dollars. Sometimes it's much more than that. So you have to make sure that where you work is a legitimate place. They have, you know, their tax number, ID, and everything. You know, you just got to watch out. And also video chatting. Very big, you know. They'll chat to the and they and they're looking for that vulnerable person that may appear to have low self esteem. They don't have a lot of friends, so they're gonna befriend them. They're gonna, you know, tell them all things they want to tell. You know what? You know what they want to hear, and that's how they lure them in. So a okay. couple of ways that you can help. Um, number one, teenagers and, you know, people in general that you're around, they say self-esteem is a big thing. Make sure that your child and your child's friends, they have high self-esteem. Talk to them. Let them know that these types of things are out there and to be aware, and they should feel comfortable coming to you if there's a situation like a job advertising that they heard, well, mom and dad, what do you think about this? And the parent, you get all the details and make sure that this is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, so outside of that, you know, they also ask people not to buy. You know, um, don't buy because if you, if you don't have a consumer, then you don't have a business. So um, a lot of these people are buying sex. And they, they talk about it, um, you know, with people with who's into pornography and all like that. You know, they 
they want they want these acts done and uh, it's crazy. But if you don't buy, then the 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 demand goes down. You know, so and if you know sound, someone that, uh huh. So did it? Does it sound like? Because usually the the image that's portrayed, uh, at least for mm-hmm. those who are unaware of what's going on, is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, People are being scooped up in vans and, and kidnapped all the time, um, mm-hmm. and then they're dragged and they're beaten into you know into these. Uh, and not to say that those things don't happen, but it but it also sounds like you're saying that there is a very strategic, manipulative plan in the right. way that they uh, influence yeah. these young people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there is kidnapping. There is, uh, you know, women who have been kidnapped. But like I said, there's other methods like the lover boy method, the the video chat, the false advertisement. Like you said, there's strategic planning to go after these victims. Very strategic, you know. One of the things that we do health events, that's part of my responsibility is we conduct health events and we do put a lot of effort into our community programming. And one of the events that we did last year was specifically domestic violence, women and domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And, and in planning this program, there were two presenters who did not know each other. This was during the planning process. And in speaking to them individually, both of them reiterated that they wanted to talk about sex trafficking in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And hearing it from them, one was an attorney and one was a social worker activist. And hearing from them, it, I guess it really heightened my thinking or awareness about how bad of a problem is this? Mm-hmm. It you is know, how, a problem. Yeah. Go ahead. The numbers are climbing. It is a problem. But the one way to... Uh, you know, stop the problem is, like I said, to identify the problem. And, like, there are people that you may see every day that you may, I'm not saying that you are, but sometimes society may write them off, or that's just a prostitute. Well, you got to think about it. If she's 17 or 18-year-old, do you really think that that's what she wanted to do, or did someone coerce her to do this and now, you know, put her on the track of drugs, and um, now that she's you know, feeding her addiction through prostitution, you have to ask yourself these questions. But a lot of times uh, people are going about their day and they're dismissing it. You see a young person at a gas station, can I pump your gas? And I'm looking at this person like, where you look young and able-bodied, why don't you have a a job? Well, if I was a sex trafficker, uh, if I was sex trafficked, more than likely I have a felony record, Okay. And with that record, more than likely, I'm not going to get a job that can support me to live on my own. So sometimes I'm going to do odd jobs like beg to pump gas, um, grocery store, can I carry your things to the car? And how many of us actually stop and just ask, are you okay? Like when you see a young, able body, but at the same time, something seems a little distance about them, are you okay? Because some of them are trying to get out, but if I don't have any employment, any money, then 
more than likely they may go back, or I'm going to try to do these odd jobs because my record is not allowing me to work. So the first sign is always to say, are you okay? Everything good? You know? And then because what? I, and then, and then what? what I... What I would do. What did they say? Okay. Well, what I would. Well, the seminar was really great. They just talked about how you can help from your own comfort zone. You don't. You don't have to put on a big old Superman cape and go out there and start, you know, rescuing everybody. Now, if that's what's on your heart, I can't stop you. That's your heart. That's that's what you want to do. But for individuals like myself, I will carry around helpline cards where um, cars that have numbers to help, where they can receive help and they can talk to someone. Um, one other thing I am going to start doing is there are a lot of free phones in my zip code. Um, you know, I live in a zip code where we have kind of a high property line, so a lot of free phones are available. So I was going to put two and two together where if they would allow me to get these free phones, when I do see these young people who I am skeptical about, like, you know, why are you doing this, you know, or how are you doing, I will give them the free phone and I also give them the card and put it in their hand and just let them know that so you can talk to somebody, okay? Um, you can also donate to your homeless shelters in your neighborhood or nearby. Homeless shelters do come in contact with sex traffic victims. And they do need shelter. They need some place to stay. So by you donating clothing or toiletry to your homeless shelters, that helps, you know. Um, Join organizations that are against the fight. If you can't join them, you know, come to a meeting or two, and they can further tell you what you can do to help, you know. I know this may be a very difficult uh, conversation uh, for some people to hear, um, for some people to digest, but Mm -hmm. we think that it's one that's worth having because we cannot come up with solutions or awareness without first bringing it to Mm -hmm. someone's attention. Right. Yeah. And, you know, don't, you know... um, even though people are asking you to be more aware, just because you may see a kid that's out, like, selling of candy, there are some kids that are honestly sell, selling candy for their school, you know. So don't start to think that, it, you know, they're selling candy for their school. Make sure an adult is present. The school logo is somewhere on the candy bar, on a shirt, you know, and it is well mm-hmm. organized. So I don't want people to, you know, get off the, you know, listen to the show and then start going around. Hey, you over there with the kid? You, yeah, what you doing? You know, so just to be aware, <laughs> just to be aware of what's going on. And like I said, if someone is out selling candy and there's no logo and there's no adult, it's like, are you really selling candy for what? So that's where you start getting the suspicion. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Now, did they also talk about for those who see something, they don't know what they're seeing, it feels a little odd to them, Did they talk about who they can talk to to kind of 
talk through the scenario mm-hmm. they saw? Did they talk about what is mm-hmm. what are some of those options to for people uh-huh. who want to kind of stay distant from the immediate scenario, but they still right. feel like, you know what, I don't think that was right. Um, who can I talk to? Right. What, what should I do about this? Well, my first step would always be to, you can as well call the hotline, and, and, and the hotlines that are available, um, they you can talk the scenario over with them. And they can now let you hot, know what lines are that. All right, there's several hotlines. There's one that uh, I can give you the number, so anyone who's listening, um, this is a hotline that you can call. Um, it, it deals with it deals with rape, it deals with abuse, it deals with um, incest, it deals with sexual assault, sexual harassment, and you can talk freely. One eight hundred six five six four six. Again, that's 1-800-656-4673. And I also want people to know that you can always try your local police stations too because, remember, they are trained in things like this. So even though to you it may seem, I don't know if that was, you know, I don't want to get, but you could just say, hey, you know, I saw this scenario officer and, you know, I just want to bring this to your attention to what area it is in because they can actually call the precinct that's close to it to do further investigation. So um, there's always different methods and different ways that you can handle it, you know. Now, and well, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Was law enforcement present at the um, United Nations seminar? Now, that, no, they had more so psychologists. Um, they're present, but you know, um, this was one of the first meetings that I've been to. Uh, they have all kind of people who work there: psychologists, nurses, teachers, doctors, detectives. So they're all a part of it. So it's like a community effort, a village effort to try to put an end to this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I. Huh. Any were there any major or relevant takeaways for you? Well, the major one is to be more aware. That was taken for me. It was like wow, because every time I go to a particular gas station, it's always this young guy who I think is a, a able body to work. He never gives direct eye contact. He always asks to pump gas for spare change. He looks a little like he eats, but maybe not that much. So my heart always used to say, why don't you ask him what happened or what's going on or why are you out here? And I believe that that was my conscience. I should have followed my gut, but I didn't. But I remember my gut saying, ask that young man what's going on. Ask him. And I just didn't, you know. And so I did go back to the gas station this past uh, Friday, but I didn't see him. But I I feel now that my gut was telling me that something was going on with that young man, Hmm. and maybe you could have helped him. But I pray that someone that he comes across has helped him. But every now and then I just get this gut in my feeling when I see certain people. Some say, ask them how they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I took back from the um, seminar 
because the one lady who was trafficked most of her life, she said people just will write her off. Oh, she's a prostitute. Oh, you know, she she don't go to school. She's not smart. Oh, you know, just kept writing her off, kept passing her through the system. You know, just whatever, whatever, going about their day. No one ever asked her, stopped and said, are you okay? Why are you prostituting? Yeah, at like 19. Yeah, go ahead. Did she share any particulars specifically about um, how she um, was, uh, how she entered that lifestyle and then, more importantly, Mm -hmm. how she was able to escape? Right. She said that she was kidnapped at a young age. She was abducted at 11, um, drugged and forced into that lifestyle. Um, How she got out, she said it was a journey. It was a mental journey because, you know, she was brainwashed to think that no one cares about you. Um, This is how life is, you know. And then she said, imagine someone coming to you telling you that, no, this is not how life is. Everything that you know of is wrong. Think if someone came to you and said that. Everything you've done, everything you live is, is wrong. Come with me. I can show you a better way. And she said being addicted to drugs and alcohol, you know, she just, she said she decided just to take that step. You know, she just decided. And from there, she went from one step here to A, B, C, D, all the way to recovery. And now she works as a counselor to young um, traffic victims. She works to pull them out of that lifestyle now. She was a you know. Eleven, yep, she was abducted at eleven, yeah, I know when you when you look like when I look at a child at eleven or ten, I'm just looking at them like there's no way I would think about I yeah. mean, no, it's just sick, and then for a person to buy them is even sicker, in my opinion, you're the sickest. To buy a child, you need help. Go get help. Yeah. So, um, listen, you've been very quiet. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you: Is there any questions or thoughts that's been on your yeah. mind? No, I'm just listening. You guys can continue. It's, it's, it's um a situation where a world that I knew exists, but I always chose not to venture into it because I'm the type of person that's you know. It affects me differently when I see certain things like that happen. It, it's a situation where, you know, um, uh-huh. it, I can't focus on uh, the things that I, you know, that I have in front of me sometimes because, like you're saying, if you get those type of calls, um, I, I did not see the video, you know, uh-huh. um, that was that was being shared out. Thank God that I didn't see it. And you know these things happen, and you know that that it's right. a, it's a it actually is a dangerous world. And me having daughters, I have to shield them from stuff like this, you know. And right. I try to you know make sure that they're in the house. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure that I'm I'm watching them and I'm letting them know. Um, I actually started about two weeks ago allowing them to watch um, some of. Um, uh, SVU, well, a lot of people know um, Law and Order. Um, yeah, SVU okay. Special Victims Unit, and okay, it was like one Saturday 
they sat and probably watched about four, five episodes. And they were they they mouth dropped and I was saying, Well you you know, understand that this world is not as, you know, pretty as we make it to seem, you know. And this is why your dad goes out of his way to make sure that you come to me. You make sure to make sure everything is ran through me, not uh, not because mm-hmm. I'm a tyrant or because um, yeah. you know I'm just mean. But you have to be protected because this is right. the type of world that we live in. And you know, so I let them see that, and also show them what you know if you strive to be good. Here are some other things, you know, that that come from the other side of being good. So let them kind of see that and understand, like, this is out there. Be aware of this. But right. your life does not have to, you know, ever, ever go down that path. So that's amazing. All right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah they do. With our children. Go ahead, children. Yeah, boy, yeah, boys and girls. You know, we have to, you know, um, I get kind of upset sometimes when people tell me in the field that I work in with children, oh, you spoiling them. Oh, you always, you know, being all too nice and mushy. I'm like, do you all know what's awaiting them out there? If I don't give them love, if I don't give them attention, there's another sick, perverted person at will. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want them to understand what is the pure definition of love from an adult because if I don't tell them I think you're wonderful and if, you know, they may not ever hear it at home, not saying that parents don't say that, but I'm going to tell these kids you're wonderful. I'm going to tell these kids that they're smart. I'm going to tell them Miss Ellis loves you. I'm going to do that because if I don't, some nasty, perverted person will. And you have to make sure that you show them this so they won't run out looking for it. And I think that's what angers me sometimes in some of the minority communities, not all, but some of the minority communities, we think that showing love and praising our children when they do well or or excellent at a task, we're spoiling them. You can't always be around your brother. What type of crap is that? Okay. Mm. You know, let these show to tell these kids, you look beautiful, honey. You look great. I never forget just real quick because I know we're running out of time. And um, <laughs> I was uh, teaching one, I was teaching one seminar. <laughs> I was teaching one seminar to these young girls between the ages of ten to thirteen. Now usually okay. they mouthy. You know, they talk a lot. You try to teach them something. Ah, da, 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 da. So one day we had to talk about um, a, a similar topic. And I was telling the young girls, I said, you all are very pretty. I said, but no 20-year-old man or 25-year-old man should be coming to you telling you that. That's inappropriate. I can hear a pin drop in the room when I said that. So what does that tell you? Someone has been talking to them. Somebody nasty been in their ear. And I said, you are pretty. You are smart. But no 25-year-old, 30-year-old man is supposed to be telling no 10-year-old girl, who you so smart, who you so pretty, trying to kiss on you. And I can hear a pin drop. And how old now, mm-hmm. these kids were 10 to 13. Now, any other day, 
you can't, you know, that you can't stop them from talking. You can't stop them from talking. They won't listen. They won't do it. But that subject, those mm-hmm. girls stopped. Half of their mouths were on the floor looking like, who told her? Like, how did she know this? Yeah, I said, I've been your age. No man should be telling you that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying mm-hmm. in the African-American community and other communities, Love your kids. Tell them you love them. Tell them they're smart, you know, and encourage them to encourage their other peers. This is how we stop all this mess. This is one way to stop. This is prevention. Yeah, you do have a future, honey. You know, if they drawing and coloring, instead of telling them clean that mess up, look at what they drew. Compliment it. Then clean it up. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm 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 done. No, you're not. Just get started. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You just get started. So uh, Jennifer provided mm-hmm. some hotline, a hotline number. If you want more mm-hmm. information, if you just want to talk, and I believe this is the number that you shared with us before that they don't. It's an anonymous number. You can ju- they have a live live chat also on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, R A. I N N is the acronym. R A I N N is the acronym. Dot org is the, and we'll post this on our Facebook page. You could chat. Mm-hmm. Um, you could call if you just want to talk through some scenarios. If you want to get some suggestions on what to do, and also if you are interested in learning more about the Detroit chapter of the United Nations, we do know that one of their missions and charges is uh, human trafficking. This one happened to be on sex trafficking, but human trafficking mm-hmm. could also be labor. Uh, we'll also right. post that information. We'll also post the howtoreport.gov information um, on our Facebook page. And last mm-hmm. but not least, uh, continue to support and listen to Right Now Talk Radio. We feel like we want to bring you information for you to make important decisions right now. And it's not right now sometime in the near future. So thank you. Thank you for listening and joining us today on Right Now Talk Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.